Welcome to the Character Combine Podcast. I am Deb McCollum. And I'm Josh Takimoto. And thanks for tuning in. Yep. <laughs> that, didn't, that felt weird. I didn't like that. We decided to mix it up. Sometimes we'll, we'll mix up uh, the intro to the podcast. Not very often. but Usually Josh does it. And he asked yeah. me to do it today. And I said, sure. And that's what you guys got. Yeah. That was probably a bad call on my part. That, did that feel weird to you? It did feel weird. Yeah, I don't Let's like that. Let's start over. Nope. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not, we're not beyond starting over. That's for oh, sure. We've geez. We've recorded, you know, one or two minutes before and then said, you know what, cut. Yeah. It, was, it was just so yeah. much trash. And that's yeah. just the intro. I know. After the intro, we give you guys like 30 to 45 more minutes of mm-hmm. content. Okay. Or so-called content. Or so <laughs> Rabbit holes. Yeah. That's what we give you guys. We try not to, though. We try you not to. Either like, you either love us or hate us, yep. I think. I think so. <laughs> well, and, or you know, you know what it really is? I think most people enjoy the guests that we have on here. I think so, And too. they put up with us. Yes, they do. Yeah. And you would think, you know what's crazy? I know we say this every time, and it's crazy every time, but I think this will be episode 39. Wow. I think it's 30, episode 39. So the, the previous episode was Tony Asaro, um, and I think before that was Blake McKernan. Um, yeah. So I think that was, I think it's going to be episode 39. That's so crazy. Yeah, it's very crazy. Or at least for us it is. For you guys, if you're just tuning in, you're like, this is my first episode. What are you talking about? But I mean, so tomorrow's October 1st because yeah. with that's the day we're recording today, September 30th. We've been recording since January. Mm-hmm. So for us, it's almost a full year. It's really crazy that when you put crazy. it that way. Yeah. Yeah. And but, it's, um, but it's cool though because we're, we're really getting, we're doing this podcast during the entire sports yeah. you know, year now. So we missed, like yeah. before we started it, obviously we missed, um, we missed football season for high mm-hmm. schools and we also missed basketball season. No, we, no, we were in the middle of basketball we, season actually. Yeah. Middle slash playoffs. So really we, we just missed of, football, football season. So it's yeah. kind of cool to, to have the podcast going and then seeing what all the teams are doing right, right now. And right. it's, uh, well, it's and fun. The, well, and it's fun. Our, a lot of our, um, like example topics, um, yeah. especially just with me and you talking have been about Antonio Brown. And so he feels like a third co-host. Current. I know he's like our third <laughs> co-host, right? So we keep it. If you're, if this is your first time listening to us, um, just know that Josh and I try to keep it at not political, I guess, so to speak. Yeah. But that's not even, and it's not something that we have against. That just goes against our personality. Like I have no um, desire to get into politics or to start bashing someone or something. If yeah. we have, it's on accident, I promise. <laughs> if yeah, we no. have bashed you, it was Well, no, it was, it was really funny, and I think he'll appreciate this. So after we recorded with Tony Asaro, um, we were just chatting for a little, a little bit before he left the studio, and he brought up that episode where oh. we talked about Antonio oh, yeah. Bryant. I think it was in the uh, loyalty episode. No, 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 it was the one after that. Um, man, I forgot what it was. We don't even know our own podcast. What the heck? We've, well, we've done too many, but yeah. It was the one where we talked about we the second time we talked about Antonio Brown, and I think our statements towards him or about him were probably a little bit stronger than the first time because more had come out at that point, mm. and it's kind of like this guy's an idiot, um, <laughs> and so, um, you know, we tried. He kind of scolded us 
Tony? Well, I, thought he, was, I thought he was going to, cause, right? Because oh, he's like, okay. he started to do it. Yeah, he started to. And then he's like, but you guys handled it really well. I'm like, whew. I know. I kind of like let out a, like a, a sigh of relief because I wasn't sure right. what he was going to say. Right. And I'm like, man, I can't remember uh, what I what I said exactly. So it right. got me a little nervous, we especially because really... Tony's been doing the character development for so yeah. long. Like, I know. This I would be the guy who uh, who uh, caught it. I'm like, man. I would have felt so ashamed. If I would have felt ashamed too. But, our, he, but yeah. I'm, if I remember the conversation correctly, he's like, no, you guys handled it really well. And didn't bash, but we're you know had some strong things to say. I'm like, whoo! So that being said, close one. Uh, yeah, Antonio Brown's still messing up. Like, <laughs> he's still. <laughs> he is. It's oh, really yeah, crazy. Yeah. I, I, at this point, you know, in previous episodes when we talked about it, yeah, we we're saying, hey, you know, this is kind of where he's at right now. I I feel like we've since we last talked about him, there's so much has happened. I mean, he's not playing. The mm-hmm. Patriots cut him. You had a bunch of, I think, sexual harassment, mm-hmm. uh, sexual assault uh, right. allegations against him, right. and that kind of stuff. Especially in, especially when it comes to famous people, mm-hmm. celebrities, athletes, whoever, that it always gets kind of weird, right? And not to go down that road, but right. too much. But you just never know, right? Mm-hmm. Because people can just say they, anything, and you never know. Yeah. But uh, at the same time, this is something that we've talked about before. When you live your life in such a way that you do questionable things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough when those situations come up because whether you like it or not, it's going to be harder for that person. I mean, you know, as a teacher, mm-hmm. if you have a student that acts up all the time and is doing, mm-hmm. is, you're, being, you're sending them out, you're suspending them, detention, mm-hmm. all of that, and then something happens and they're claiming innocence, mm-hmm. as much as you want to give someone the benefit of the doubt and trust someone, mm-hmm. it's tough sometimes because... The, that history it's tough to ignore the history yeah and when when the character issues and character flaws uh-huh. in the past yeah match up with an issue currently it's mm. it's hard to separate those two things and that's why the character is so important because right. you know it, it really does reflect who you are right well and it's a behavior pattern right so right. just like you said if it keeps happening over and over and over again and and that's with anyone like even like um like if you're okay so if you know so let's say Josh <laughs> keeps you know, bailing, you keep bailing on me on these episodes and, you know, week after week and you keep making excuses like we can't do it. I have this, I have that. Chances are next week, I'm going to assume that you're not going to want to, you're not going to want to record. So it's just, it is, it's a, it's a behavior pattern and it sucks for him, for Antonio Brown, if, you know, those allegations aren't true or, or whatever. I don't know. I don't even, I honestly don't even watch the news anymore. I don't, I just, yeah. I hear people's conversations and I'm like, oh, that's what's going on now, you know? Yeah, yeah, And sure. so, you know, whether or not those things are true, it sucks for him because he's built up such a reputation that people just don't trust him. Right. And that's, yeah. Well, a lot of that stuff, you know, some of the allegations, we don't know right. what the oh, what oh. the the truth is on those things. But other th- other stuff, you do know, like his yeah. his erratic behavior on yeah. the field, off the field, yeah. and so it's tough. Well, there's even today, there was a so today's Monday, okay. and so yesterday there was a um, one of the NFL games. It was the Colts against the Raiders. I don't know if you heard about this at all, but um, let me make sure I get Vontaze Vontaze perfect. Um, he's been known, he was with the Bengals for a while and now he's with the Raiders and he's had a reputation of, um, dirty hits mm. during games. And so I'm sure if you pull it up on YouTube, if you're not familiar with his work, you'll see the, uh, a, probably a compilation of just hits that he's, he's got, he has us. a compilation. I'm of sure he hits. does. Yeah. Oh they they were showing it today on ESPN. Mm-mm. Well, yesterday he, you know, there's a, a helmet to helmet, um, hit he put on, um, the Colts tight end Jack Doyle. It was pretty. It was a pretty vicious hit, and so then we found out today 
that the league suspended him for the entire year. Mm. So people were talking about, you know, what that looks like. But again, it goes back to when you have that reputation, right. it's, it's as much as you may want it to be, it's like, oh, well, just look at this one isolated incident. You, you can't. Mm-hmm. No, because it's not an isolated incident. <laughs> no. There's many others. It's like you said before, it's a, yeah. it's a pattern. It's a, a behavioral pattern. So it's like if you're if any office fans are, are out there, I really so bad want to say it's a pattern of disrespect and inappropriate behavior. <laughs> That's one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you know on iTunes how they they uh, show like how many times you listen to a song and it shows like your top twenty five. Yeah. that one would probably be close to the top twenty. <laughs> the, the, the deposition, I think. The deposition season four. Yeah, season four. Yes, office fans. Go yeah. back to that episode. Please. You'll know what I'm talking about. It's yeah, I love that show. I know it's great. Well, I, I, again, this doesn't matter to people. I mean, we're we're straight off topic a little we bit. Go. We went from Antonio well, Brown kinda, to Burfick to I, to the Office. <laughs> I know. Well, no, we're kind of on topic with um, you know, just of course. So look at us. We're bashing Antonio Brown again. We didn't even mean for it to go this route. Now we're going after Burfick. No. Now, yeah, right. Um, well, it's just you, tough to say. It's it's tough to say. It's like, oh, this this you know, it wasn't intentional, but. You're right. It, maybe it wasn't intentional. Yeah. Just I think it was, but say it wasn't. Mm-hmm. You still have that that backlog of previous hits mm-hmm. where people are saying, "Yeah, but this kind of lines up with what you do." So mm-hmm. it's hard to it's hard to defend yourself. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. and especially with something like that, like you're putting someone's life right in danger. Yeah. I've never played football. Mm-hmm. Um probably for that reason I probably wouldn't have survived a hit like that. I was probably too skinny <laughs> back in the day. Um now I wish I was more skinny, but <laughs> <laughs> just work out with Nicole Root. It's okay. She's got you I'm, covered. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared to work out with her. Oh my gosh, she's a beast. Her and I see the stuff her and uh, Nico Sullivan post. It's oh my like, gosh. Oh no. She has mon- Would you ever consider doing the the ORC um, racing? Like the Spartan races? Yeah. I'm supposed to sign up for the oh. one in November, the sprint. Haven't done it yet. What's I've it? been. What's, this is October. Yeah, I know. Hmm, almost so, October. I know. That was bold. <laughs> so, hey, I signed up for indoor rock climbing to try to get to get my upper body strength up, but I have to sign okay. up for it still. Okay, here we go down our rabbit hole. Yeah, yes. no, I'm sorry. What time is it? No, Dev has a deadline, so we gotta make sure we get out of here. But I gotta kick some some butt tonight and train people. Yeah, you are. <laughs> if you're interested in being trained by Deb, I don't know that you want to <laughs> follow her. Just trust me; she's really good at what she does, and you can talk to the other coaches and athletes that she's trained. Uh, follow her on Instagram. At Ginger Spice twenty eight. Ginger Spice twenty eight. I swear it's not a stripper name. It's... Yeah, it's nothing. Um, <laughs> I don't know, nothing shady. <laughs> oh so, yeah, yeah. Anyways, but anyway. yeah, no. In all seriousness, if you are interested in in uh, doing like team sessions, um, reach out to Deb because she is very good. I'm not just saying that. Trust me, I would. I wouldn't say it. <laughs> he wouldn't. I wouldn't. No. But she is very good at what she does, and so. Um, if you if you guys are interested in that, reach out to either us or Deb, and then we can maybe get that connection going. But um, no, going back to the rock climbing thing, mm-hmm. this is gonna sound weird. I hope it doesn't sound weird, but I saw your story of you rock climbing. Uh-huh. You see, I, I never really put it together, but you seem like a rock climber. You know, I'm just a is that weird? I'm just a go big or go home. I just I don't. Uh, I, what's that have to do with it? I don't know. Like I just I thought that was a compliment of oh you got up there hecka fast or something. No, no, I just mean like you just seem like you like I don't have you, that was that your first time rock climbing? That was my first that was no, I'm sorry. That was my second time rock climbing. I'll say this. You seem like you knew what you were doing. Oh that's that's I'm why a fast I say learner. It. There we go. Okay. Deb also is in a soccer league. I'm in an indoor soccer league. I'm trying new things this year, everyone. Um those yeah. are new things for me. Indoor soccer, rock climbing, 
Um, obviously I like being active and moving around. Mm -hmm. And so that has been very interesting too. I've learned to stretch a lot before I play soccer. I've We've pulled, never played a sport together. I've, uh -uh. We were supposed to. Mm -mm. It just didn't work out. Yeah, softball, Like a softball right? league, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can be pretty competitive. So I play at Soccer World on Thursday nights. I can't even tell you guys the time because the time is you very... Probably should, you shouldn't tell them the time. <laughs> Why would you... I may have to cut that out. Why would you... I don't know. Okay, here's the thing. We don't know who's listening to this. This is very true. It's like I have an entourage. Sorry. Got All right. security around me. I have my own security. It's like we haven't done this for 40 anyway, episodes. Anyway, I know. So Deb's how phone did number. We get, how did we get from Antonio Brown to the office to, okay, let's get Vontae back. Okay, perfect. No, I know. So, but no, so anyways, um, to bring this full circle to what we're actually talking about today, with uh, someone like Vontae Burfecht, with someone like Antonio Brown, you can name probably a bunch of, unfortunately, you can probably name a bunch of athletes that maybe are a little bit more erratic, maybe really talented, yeah. incredible athletes, incredibly, you know, gifted in whatever skill or thing that they do. But you have to look at them and say, can you really trust them? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And that kind of goes to our topic. So we're still trying to figure out what we're going to name this podcast. Probably yeah. trust yeah. might change. But something I saw the other day, um, so I follow the uh, Uninterrupted on mm. Instagram. It's a company um, created by LeBron James and Mav Carter. And um, they just do a lot of really cool stuff. Um, it's all about athlete empowerment uh, at, the, at all these different levels. In fact, one of the things that they do every week is really cool and I tried doing it on our own Instagram it just didn't really work out that well it was basically a direct steal of what they do I'm like no um, but they ask a question like hey um, you know as an athlete who's your biggest role model and stuff like that we tried doing it one time mm. no not one person liked it mm. and so or commented or shared so I'm like well we'll just leave it to them because they do it way better but it's a it's a really cool thing they're doing so anyways one of the videos they posted on Instagram a couple weeks ago was Urban Meyer, who's the coach of Ohio State, mm. and the football coach at Ohio State, and he was uh, talking on stage with Mav Carter, and I, th I think it was maybe like an, an uninterrupted staff thing. I think he was okay. speaking to their staff, right. and he was talking about this idea of how do you know uh, when one of your how do you know that they're the one? Mm. Now it sounds like a dating, right? <laughs> right? A the dating one. thing. It's like, yeah. how do you find the one? <laughs> but in the sports context, it was really interesting. And so, if I remember, not that I've followed through with this before, but I'm going to try to put that link in the show notes for this okay. episode, so you can go back and watch it. But he's talking about in crunch time, how do you know that you're entrusting the one? Mm. At least that's what I got from it. Yeah. And so he had three different points that helps you understand and pick out who that person is right. um but first i thought i think we should probably give everybody a definition of yes. what trust means okay or so a definition of trust yes so according to webster on google when i look up the word trust the first one that pops up says assured reliance on the character ability strength or truth of someone or something and i like the first assured reliance on and of course it says character but just being assured that you can rely on them, um, whether it's their ability, strength, truth, or character. And I think that says a lot. That says a lot yes. about um, your your teammates. Your, no matter what position you're in, if you're an athlete, it, that says a lot about you tr putting your trust in your teammate. If you're a coach, you're putting your trust in your other coaches. Mm -hmm. From co you know, you're putting your trust from coach to athlete, athlete to coach. It can work on all facets. 
Yes, yeah. absolutely. And it's, it's, a, it's a really big deal. You know, you don't really think about it um, a whole lot. At least, I, at least I don't. I don't think, okay, who on this team can I trust in the, yeah. in the biggest, most important moments yeah. on and off the field? Who can mm-hmm. I trust the most? Yeah. And I think it is something that you really need to think about because I think the yeah. more people like that that you surround yourself with, mm-hmm. the better your life's going to be. So it's something that really does apply on and off the field. Mm-hmm. For example, as much as we give each other, you and I give each other a hard time, yeah. when we first, when I first wanted to do this podcast and I was wanting to find a co-host, I had to find, in Urban Meyer's terms, the one that I could entrust with that. And for me, it was like, okay, you know, going, we're going to go through these three points, but it's like I had to find someone that I knew was going to be as passionate about it as me and that cared about coaches and athletes and not just the wins and the losses, but also the character. Most importantly, the character and integrity and, and how they live off the field. So, you know, congratulations. I'm you're, the one. You're the one. <laughs> But like for me, that was really important. It wasn't just like, hey, I need to like I know Deb does uh, yeah. strength con- strength and conditioning. Perfect. I don't know anything about that. Let, let's get her on. Yeah. Like we had multiple conversations. Yeah. And I had to, there were certain things I had to find out from you. Mm-hmm. It's like I really don't care about the strength and conditioning. That's awesome, and you bring yeah. that brings an awesome element to this podcast because I don't have any experience mm-hmm. in there. But if that's all you were bringing to the table, and right. you were flaky and you didn't show up, like you had mentioned earlier, and yeah. you yeah. were saying crazy things on here or saying crazy <laughs> things, you know, out in the community, it's like. Well, great. Now I have to, this whole mess I have to deal with, and it's right. not beneficial to this. Right. And so, you right. know, in every area of life, I think it's important. Right. Um, Absolutely. You know, and mm-hmm. I imagine like with right. you coaching at, or you were coaching at Sheldon with Mary uh-huh. Jo. Yeah. I imagine at this point she has a very close knit group of coaches that she can trust, knowing yeah. that they'll represent the Sheldon brand well yeah. and her softball team well mm-hmm. in everything that they do. Yeah. And I think that's, that's important. Absolutely. Um, and uh, and just even and I'm just while you were you know talking about all that and giving that while example was, while I was ranting while you were ranting <laughs> about all that and saying how I'm the one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just in my head. I'm just thinking of a scenario of just you know like as if I'm an athlete <clears throat> and I have a teammate who uh, is constantly um, getting bad grades. Some so I guess I'm terms I'm th- I'm speaking of like school team um, mm-hmm. is constantly getting bad grades constantly. Or not constantly maybe every once in a while getting in trouble um, sure. maybe I don't know back talking with the teachers or I don't know causing drama within the team okay as an athlete that I don't trust you because right. you are you gonna even mm. make grades to play with us and we're gonna have to put someone else in your spot are you gonna create more drama on our team I mean I guess that's you know that's self-explanatory and doesn't need to be said because um, that's how ha- you know that happens a lot on teams but really it's like that is not an ath- that is not a teammate that i can trust i'm glad you said that because oh. i think we've talked about this before maybe not on the podcast though but mm-hmm. i'm i'm really passionate about that side of things yeah about the the student athlete side of it yeah and i and that what i've tried to tell athletes in the past is it's because a lot of people are really passionate about that yeah. and they want the students to do really well in the classroom mm-hmm. But I, I, sometimes I like to take it a step further and say, when you choose not, because it really is a choice. Yeah. Because in my opinion, there's no excuse for an athlete to fail these classes because most of the time, you should, you probably know this as a teacher and a coach. Mm-hmm. If a, if an athlete is failing a class, very rarely, in fact, I will say almost never, are they failing that class because they're giving their best effort. No. Yeah. And they're not failing that class because they're doing everything they can. Mm-hmm. to be the best that they can even if yeah. it's something like i was terrible at math <laughs> like not like just it wasn't good yeah and so 
you know, I struggled with it. And I got good grades. Right. But I had to work my butt off to do it. I yeah. was going in constantly for tutoring. Right. Whether it was with that teacher or with other people to help me tutor. Like, I was going in every extra credit opportunity. Right. I had to go in there for it. Yeah. On top of trying to do the other yeah. stuff that I had to do. Right. That's just to make it. So, it's uh-huh. po- if I can do it, it's possible. It's possible. Absolutely. And so, I think... But to go to your point, when I see an athlete who says, I, when you see them give, okay, when you, I always use this as an example. When you see them in the weight room mm. and they're pushing themselves, you see the veins in their neck popping out, you see the, the blood, sweat, and tears, yeah. and you see them pushing themselves right. constantly in the weight room. Yeah. And then they go into the classroom and they're just giving no effort. Yeah. Don't tell me that you're just right? like, well, I, I care about that stuff. I'm just not interested. It doesn't matter. Because yeah. if you were truly interested in the stuff on the field, in the weight room, uh-huh. in practice, then you would care about the other side too because if you don't handle the business over there, you can't play. So when I see yeah. an athlete who doesn't do that in the classroom, mm-hmm. what that tells me is you don't care enough about the sport and your teammates mm-hmm. to put in the effort because it's a full thing. It's not like mm-hmm. you get to just, hey, you can't just, just play pick sport. And you can't pick and choose. No. And so that's like to me, it's like you don't want it bad enough. Yeah, You, you can do everything on the field oh. that you want to do, mm-hmm. but in, if you don't put it we're working in the classroom, like right. to me, you don't want it bad right. enough. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, it's ranting all over the place. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, yeah, no. I'm I just can, really passionate I, about that one. Well, and just I'm a teacher. If if you you know if you're listening for the first time, um, I teach PE at Sheldon, and I'm an, I'm an, one of the assistant athletic directors. So I'm around this all the time mm-hmm. with student athletes, and I used to coach softball there, and it was always so frustrating as a coach slash teacher slash assistant AD to see these um, really talented athletes just kind of slip through the cracks with their grades, and um, and Trust me, I've I've seen. Okay, so you said you weren't good at math. Um, I'm still co- not. <laughs> still not. Yeah. I'm not either. I, math is crazy. And since we've okay, Josh and I, since we've been in high school, math, the whole curriculum has changed so much. It's mm-hmm. insane. I don't even know how. I've seen their math right now. You know, I'm like, what? What is this? And I, I have my math teacher friends who are like, this is crazy with what we have to teach. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've had like we've had girls like struggle with math, but. Mm-hmm. They went to tutoring. They did this. They did that. They did, and they and they. It's possible, and they they put in the work, and they've passed. But yeah. the ones who didn't pass, I don't, and I don't even know if it was math. It could have been a different subject. Um, they did not put in the work. It's a. I mean, it's as simple as that. And people do have different learning styles and learning disabilities and stuff, and just absolutely. And but there's accommodations to be. You know, as a teacher, you we know that there are accommodations that can be made. So there really is no excuse like right I, like i i know my athlete who you didn't pass that class because you were probably on your phone or you were doing this or you were doing that and um i have evidence that you weren't studying you know stuff well, like so I was that ask you yeah especially as an ad uh-huh. um you know when you because i've seen i've seen this before i've heard the conversation yeah how often do you have an athlete say okay you're uh academically ineligible for this game Mm-hmm. And then you look back and you talk to the teachers and it's not saying, oh, they just, they just failed this test and they just failed this test. There's always, it seems like there's mm-hmm. always missing, there's gaps in oh, their, yeah. in their work assignments. It's oh, like, yeah. oh, you didn't turn in 10 assignments. Absolutely. There's been 12 assignments. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, Maybe yeah. I'm wrong, but almost every time yeah. it's a case like that. Because like you said, we're not discounting the fact that, hey, you might um, be struggling with some kind of learning uh, challenge or challenge something, yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. We're not discount- discounting that at all. Or there might be, it's not easy. Like right. I said, there are certain subjects like you easy. may just not get it. Mm-hmm. It might be challenging. You may have a teacher that's more challenging than you've ever had before. Yeah. Not because they're a bad teacher, just mm-hmm. because they're pushing you further, mm-hmm. just like a coach would. 
but you're just struggling with whatever it might be. But if you're putting in the work, like you said, people will help you out. Yeah, they're not going to do it for you. But teachers, I think, will be Uh helpful. It's like, yeah, we see this person pushing themselves, and we're going to make every effort to get them to where they're trying to go. They're not going to give you a free pass. And sometimes athletes feel like. They oh, deserve yeah. it. There's an entitlement. It's like, uh-uh. no. Oh, no, no, no. Some of these teachers, some of these no. teachers don't even like sports. Why, does it <laughs> not, why do you think it's going to matter to them if you play on Friday night? Right. It doesn't. Well, well, and we hold athletes to a higher standard than students who don't, who aren't athletes or who don't do extracurriculars yeah. because it is a privilege to right. be a student athlete. And so that's what we always tell them. So, um, and yeah, it's not just about, and it's, sometimes it's not just about failing tests or not turning in assignments. Like I'll get emails and phone calls from teachers even now, and I'm not even coaching there, you know, coaching softball anymore. Just saying how you know this girl is on her phone a lot. She's talking to people around her. She's just not paying attention. And so it's just all. Coach Truesdale would always say, "You need to take care of the little things. If you aren't taking care of the little things, like making sure you're paying attention or making sure your phone's away or not being on your phone as soon as you get home." and you do your homework assignments when you're supposed to, taking care of all those little things will turn into the big picture of, there you go, there's your passing grade because you took care of all the little things. You can't try to take care of all, all of it the night before. Right. There's no, right. and some of and some of these, what what generation are they called? We're millennials. This is like Generation Z. I have no it's idea. Different. It's different. <laughs> yeah. It's, they're different. Anyway. I have I'm no idea. Not not trying to general generalize, but I generalize yeah. against our um, generation all the time. But well, they just, like, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Like to your point, yeah. you wouldn't if you have someone that's trying to um, do all the work the night before. Yeah. Or if they were, um, well, you even told me a little while ago when you were teaching, you have these students that come in and said, "Hey, uh, what can I do to get my grade up?" Yeah. On the last week of cl- on the last week of school. Oh yeah. Like no. you can't do enough. Oh no, I just it's too late. I, that's like if I if we if we you know we were playing a sport, and the night before it's like, dang, I didn't practice at all, and I didn't do anything to prep mm-hmm. for the season mm-hmm. let me just hit the gym really quick and let me start you know working out and yeah, and no. practicing it's not gonna work studying the playbook the night before probably not gonna work yeah or after the game is like hey that wasn't my best effort can we run that game back yeah you don't get that second opportunity you have one right. game that year <laughs> yep. and then yeah. you move on to the next one you don't have that opportunity to make it up so the classroom is no different right the sports field the battlefield is just moved right and you have to figure it out yeah that being said, that being said, we got way off topic of that. Hey, that's okay. I think that was that was very good. That was we pretty. Got, no, that was needed. Someone needed one. to hear that one. I think so. I little, think so. We came in hot on that one. <laughs> but it all go. It does go back to the point of the one. Who can you trust? Yeah. On your team, your coaches, other coaches. Yes. Well, um, and let me just add one more thing please. to all of that we just ranted about. Um, teammates, <laughs> no, but teammates yeah. know when you're not putting in the effort and yeah. they hate it. Mm-hmm. I've had girls come up to me like, oh my God, like she's not doing her homework. She's not, mm-hmm. she's, she's not going to be able to play. And then we got to have someone else play this position instead. They know when the other team, when their, um, excuse me, their teammates aren't giving effort in the classroom, um, in the weight room or what they know they're not dumb. And then that right. they don't trust them. Right. And then that carries over into the game because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying to think of a, a good example. Um, it's, I, I'm having a tough time thinking like baseball and baseball and softball is maybe a little bit different. I think I can think of examples, but it's a little tougher. But for example, for football, okay. um, you know, if your quarterback doesn't trust one of the receivers mm. or one of the linemen, yeah. it's going to affect how many passes you get thrown your way. Yeah. You know, it's, if you're, a basketball player, same type of thing, a soccer player, mm-hmm. you know, but even baseball too, there's certain things like, for example, I know we've talked about this before. We, we were both pitchers. Mm-hmm. Um, 
not so much. In, I didn't have, I didn't experience this in high school, but other outside like leagues outside of high school I played in, there was people that caught for me mm-hmm. that I just didn't trust. Oh yeah. That's a big deal. And that and messes with picture. you when you're pitching because it's like, uh-huh. well, I can't, I can't throw a, a split finger fastball in the dirt because I am not confident this person's going to yeah. put the effort out to block it. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, oh. And my my tough. my special pitch was the rice ball. So if I didn't have a catcher who could jump up and catch and just frame it, you know, start it down low just right and then catch it up high. If I had a catcher who started up with her glove up high, I'm like, seriously, put your glove down. They see that I'm gonna throw a rice ball. Right, right. <laughs> so I'm like, if you can't catch my rice ball, don't catch me. You know, and so right. it's it, it is it's a huge stress thing with pitching and catching. Right, and you 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 obviously played at a higher level than I did, but. It's a weird thing too. I, I can even think back to catchers that caught for me mm. that maybe even weren't the most talented catchers mm. I had played with. Yeah. But as weird as it sounds, I felt more confident throwing it to them because I knew they were going to at least put the effort in mm. to help me out. Right. Where some of these other guys that were more talented, it's like, I, I just don't trust you mm. at all. Yeah. You don't seem to care. And Right, like when the going gets tough, like are they going to get lazy or are they going right. to like... For example, I was playing in a, an adult league. This oh. is... <laughs> Which is, I don't know if anybody out there has played in, in men's adult baseball leagues, but it becomes, it's nonsense. Like, I loved it for the two or Not three years I played. Not like baseball? Baseball, like hardball. Oh. Yeah, and they have it broken down by different like, like uh, ages. So I was playing 18 to 30, I think was the league I was playing. Okay. A lot of fun. But then you, you also get a lot of guys that are playing, like older guys that are playing because yeah. they play it at, you know, college ball or, mm. um, but they're a little bit older and they mm. just can't, can't give it up and they don't want to play in their own age range. So, <laughs> but you, you know, it's just a weird group because you have a lot of the guys like, the guys that say, only if, you know, only if I got more playing time here, I would have been playing at a higher level. So you get right. a lot of that stuff. A lot of nice guys, mostly nice guys, but you kind of get some right. boneheads sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this one catcher I had, uh, I can't even remember his name, but I was having a rough day on the mound. Um, I, and I hit a guy and just hit him in the shoulder. And as the guy was walking, my catcher stuff is like, I didn't tell him to do that. <gasps> like, hey. What? He wasn't thinking... <laughs> That I did it on purpose until you said something. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's like thanks. It's like why would you, why would you say that? But again, it's it's kind of a silly example. The guy didn't care. He's like, well, yeah. you know, we've already scored five runs off this kid out there. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but again, it's just a very uh, it's an example of like, oh, that's why I don't trust you because <laughs> right. through thick and thing, you don't have my back. You're, you're gonna, gonna look out for yourself. You're gonna throw me under the bus. You're gonna throw me under the bus. Yes. And yes. so it's like, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I love giving up all these runs. Oh I, my I hit gosh. him on purpose. You know, what I mean, it's, it's just right. a, a weird situation. But yeah. Um, you know, it, it makes a big difference. Like it, it perfect or it um, affects, does it perfect? It affects the performance on the yeah. field. And then I think oh, it yeah. affects the team chemistry too, right. you know? Right. Um, well, just, you know, just another, again, Josh and I talk about baseball and softball because that's all we know sometimes. Yeah. But, Speaking of which, we have oh. um, Todd Sullivan and Dante Morris coming up pretty soon. Oh, good. I think in a couple weeks. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. So they we were, were on their show. and The Sack Dugout show. Yes. That was, so that was, that was fun. That was interesting being on TV. Yeah, because we couldn't um, hide our mistakes. No. <laughs> no, and I dropped my mic, and it was. She did. It was very funny. You should go to YouTube anyway, and check that out. It was it, a, it was, was fun. No, but those guys are they awesome. Were, they are cool. Yeah. So and they they made it uh, super comfortable. So yeah. But they'll be on this show. I think that'll be our first time ever having four people. Oh wow. On the show. Oh, that's so that'll be crazy. cool. Anyways. Anyway, no, I had the the girl the ladies show. I had was it four of us? No, that was no, just, just three, three of us. Oh, because it was for... going to be four of us, and it was just. It was three. supposed to be Maddie Groover, yeah. But some Maddie. stuff got mixed up. Oh, Maddie, <laughs> some stuff got mixed up, that's and so right. she wasn't able to be okay. there. That's but, right. Um... That's right. Um, oh, okay. But I was gonna say another thing of trust. Like, so when I was pitching, I'm like, I need to trust my infield and my outfield to back me up. Yeah. 
when I, you know, especially the outfield. And so, you know, cause they're the last line of defense. So, I mean, just any, I think you can give, we can give a thousand scenarios for every single sport of why yeah. during a gameplay, you know, why trust is super important. Am mm -hmm. I going to trust, like, am I going to trust my outfield to dive and lay out for a ball mm -hmm. if a ball gets blasted out there <laughs> because I left it hanging or because right. they caught my rise ball or whatever. Right. Um, and if not, as soon as I, if I don't trust them and I, and as soon as I see that ball launch, I'm like, Ugh, like right away, I know, like, you know, and so it's just, right. um, I just think, yeah. Yeah, well, for sure, especially in that situation, then you're going to try to, I think you're going to force um, striking everybody out. Yeah. Because you're like, I can't let them hit, put the ball in play because right. I can't trust yeah. anybody behind me. And then that's when the mistakes start yeah. being made as much right. as you may try. Right, right, right. Um, that's when it happens. So yeah. anyways, that, that's, that's actually the first um, the first one is the of, first point. of the one. The first point of the one. <laughs> we just kind of like organically slipped into that one. But okay. can, I, can I trust you? Can right. I trust them? So in his example, he was talking about, okay, when it's, you know, we're going forward on fourth and one, um, I look to my coaches and I look like, I'm going to talk to one. I'm not going to, it's not committee because I have about 40 seconds right. until we need to snap the ball. So who can I trust on, you know, advising me on this play? And it's, it, he said, it wasn't a matter of, he doesn't want someone, how, you, you mentioned it earlier. He doesn't want someone that's going to say. Oh yeah. He, so he turns around and he looks at his coaches and he's like, so, or so what do you want to, what do we do? Yeah. Or what do you want to do? He's like, I, and then he says, I don't want them to ask me back. Well, what do you want to do? Right. Or what should we do? Right. He's like, no, right. I asked you a question. Right. <laughs> I asked you for a reason. Cause I trust you. Cause I want an answer from you. Right. This is not coffee talk. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. And that's, that's, that's the idea of finding the one you can trust mm -hmm. in that moment is they will not give you that answer. Like right. the, the shoulder shrug, like, I right. don't know. No, they're going to be confident and they're going to mm -hmm. give you an answer and they're going to be there for you yep. when you need them. Yep. So that's the first one. Can I trust them? The second is, are they an elite competitor? Mm. And I like that because it didn't say, are they an elite athlete? Right. Are they um, insanely talented? Right. It's, are they an elite competitor? Because being a competitor doesn't require those things. Mm. Um, you can have someone that's ultra competitive mm -hmm. that is not the most talented on the team. Right. But knowing that they're going to compete no matter what and that they'll mm -hmm. compete specifically for you mm -hmm. in those moments or for the people they care about, um, again, get, builds a lot of confidence in you when you're looking to say, okay, who can I trust? Who is going to fight for me, fight for our team, fight for our coaches through right. thick and thin? Right. Um, that, you know, those are the kind of people I want to surround myself yeah. with because I think that's really important because yeah. if people are just really wishy-washy and they're not an ultra competitor, or uh, an elite competitor and then when yeah. things get rough they say yeah this was fun but right now i'm good i'm gonna step away now it's like well you right. leave everybody kind of high and dry uh -huh. yep. and that's no good no in any area of life but especially in sports right. you know you want people that are going to compete mm -hmm. until the final whistle blows right exactly well and it's funny i think it i mean yeah for a coach to feel that way about an athlete and for the teammates to feel that way about their teammates i think it's just as important for coaches to feel that way about their coaches like with yes. the example of the coach turning and saying, what do we do? Mm -hmm. I've seen it happen many times when I was coaching um, softball at Sheldon. Um, just uh, whether it was Mary Jo turning to someone or another or the, um, you know, our pitching coach turning to, I mean, they're, uh, everyone's constantly talking. Like I learned so much for them, mm -hmm. from them. There's always someone gives an immediate answer and it's because we all trusted each other. We all trust each other. Right. And, um, and I, I under pressure, under immense pressure that right. like, 
to be honest, I'm like, I'm so glad they didn't ask me in that moment because <laughs> I don't know what the heck to do right now. Like, yeah. I mean, I didn't even know what to do with some situations, but they're, but this coaching staff that I coached with are way highly, way more knowledgeable and trained than I was. I was like the baby <laughs> on the coaching right. staff learning and like watching and, you know, just kind of soaking it all in. But I've seen them make some split decisions. And as a coaching staff, that's like, oh my gosh, like this is awesome. Like it, yeah, there was an immense amount of trust going on there too. That's just as important. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I, I don't want to say this. Never mind. <laughs> With, um, especially when it gets to the high school levels, I think right. you see it at a lot of competitive levels, but I, I feel like at the high school level, sometimes you see these coaches where there's, or these coaching staffs where there's some frustration, there's some troubles, whether it's because the team's losing or not, you know, competing to their very best. Sometimes what can happen is you have coaches forming little pockets mm. within the coaching staff. Yeah. And there's little fractures and people are talking behind the head coach's back or mm. you have situations like that. It's not helpful. No. To anybody. Not at all. And uh-uh. at that point, if you if you're as a head coach or you know, if you're one of the assistant coaches that doesn't feel like you can trust right. your head coach or you don't feel like they're going to fight for you or be uh, be competitive for you, right. then yeah, it's tough to go into that job every single day yeah. and give your best because you're constantly in the back of your mind thinking, okay, what's this person trying to do? Are they trying to get me out of this program? Are they trying right. to undercut me in some way? And so, yeah, in your situation, if mm. you guys have that camaraderie and that trust in each other, that's why that's, that program has so much success Yeah. because every different element is right. really tight and really solid. Right. Some of these other programs, you might have a ton of talented athletes, but things right. fall apart. When things start mm-hmm. falling apart, yeah. it all crumbles down because there's not, not everybody on the team is willing to compete. Right. Or, and you can't and, trust everybody. And work together. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so can I trust them? Are they an elite competitor? And the last one is, are they tough? Are they tough? Yeah. Both physically and mentally. Yeah. More so mentally because the game, mm-hmm. any game you play, <clears throat> I want to, I mean, I'm making, to- totally making this up, but my point is going to be the same is, you know, like 70% physical and like 90% mental. <laughs> so the numbers don't add up, but it's the- it made sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> I told you earlier, I'm not good at math. So, so I mean, it's, it's way more mental. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know, that's when I train my athletes, when we, when we do our workouts, when we, when I make them hold a three minute plank, I'm like, it's all in your head. You just, you know, you know, David Goggins, I think is a perfect example of it. Um, I forget his exact quote, probably know it more than me, something about your body, oh, your yeah. mind will, your body will give up before your mind. Yes. Is that what it would? Yeah. There's a, per- he has a percentage on that, but it's something yeah, like when I, you, when you're, um, when your mind wants to give up, your body is like only like sixty percent done. Okay. It was something yeah, like that yeah. where your body is capable of way more. Right. Than your but your mind's mm-hmm. there to kind of trick you. Oh, totally. Not there to trick you, but it's yeah. going to try to trick you. Right. <laughs> when I've seen it, and like unfortunately, I've had to like myself and other coaches like when I, when you know when we're working girls out or we're at practices, it's just taken a little bit of convincing and yelling at the girls yeah. and I'm like look you did it what's the issue you know right. and so it's and, and it's because we we're trying to train them to be mentally tough and to show them look you just did that mm-hmm. yeah was it easy no <laughs> right but you did it and so that's just the mental part of the game that right that um you know the athlete needs and so the question is of are they tough I think as an athlete 
of course, I think we all, everyone wants a, we want a mentally tough teammate. Yes. If you're not mentally tough and you're going to break when you're, when you're up to bat and it's the last inning and you're down by one, you got to run around third, you know, there's two outs and it's full count. I, I've been, I mean, as a coach and an athlete and a team and an athlete, when I was still playing, I'd been like, oh my gosh, so-and-so is up to bat. Oh my God. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. They're going to totally break. Oh my God. You know, it's just yeah, like, yeah. because you just know, like they've had moments to where they're not mentally tough or it's been on the flip side where, oh my God, yes. So-and-so is up to bat. Right. We've got this. Like I, right. you know, and granted no one's perfect and, um, your batting average is always more negative than positive. Right. You know, but, um, yeah, that's an important one. Yeah. Well, and I think just, just to go along with that too, as a, as a, um, either a coach or a teammate, I want to be around someone. I want to be connected to someone that not, is not only tough in the sense that in the difficult, challenging clutch moments, mm-hmm. they're going to be mentally tough. But I also want someone that if things don't go their way and they strike out mm-hmm. or ground into a double play on that last play that you were discussing, yeah. will that break them? Mm-hmm. Cause I'm not interested in a teammate who in that one moment where one moment in the game is going to break them yeah. for the next one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like that type of stuff happens. Failure, like you, failure happens. Yep. In fact, there's always that. There's that quote: "Failure. It's if you're not failing, you're not trying." Yeah. Something like that, right? Right. Well, that's because that's how you learn. You learn that way, and so if you're so cautious all the time, and, and you know, like even with this podcast, like this could have flopped hard. <laughs> We've had them flop before. We have. <laughs> <laughs> In the beginning. But we don't just you know leave with our shoulders shrugged. Like, oh. Well, I guess yeah. we should just quit podcasting. Yeah, no. No, we delete it. It's like, we'll do it again. We'll just do better the next time. We just keep going. Because you have to. Yeah. That's not how life works. You can't, if you, if you break so easily. Yeah. And we've both, speaking for myself, and I think I can speak for you, mm-hmm. we've failed at plenty of things. Mm-hmm. Failed at way more than, you know, all the stuff that succeeded. Almost on the daily, something. Yeah, we absolutely. fail at something. <laughs> absolutely. If that, if that kind of stuff breaks you. Yeah then there's a, there's a problem with your mental toughness. Yeah. And I've, I've seen, I've had teammates like that before. Again, um, I don't know which one of my teammates listen to this. I'm always, I always have to be careful when I say that, <laughs> like, but um, I'm not talking about anybody specifically, but just yeah. in general, over all my years of playing sports, mm-hmm. you have these people that, you know, you just know if things don't go their way, mm. it's the, they're the worst teammates. If things go their way, I'll say it. <laughs> if things go their way, uh-huh. hey, it's life's great. good. Yeah. But as soon as they don't, they're in a bad mood. Yeah. You know, you can't talk to them. This is like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's yeah. the most annoying thing. It's like, no, no, no. I get you're frustrated. Be frustrated. That's fine. But you can't crumble into a pile of just nothing. Right. No, because <laughs> like, then all of us would. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, right. If, we need it, you. Yes. We yeah. need you. So it's like, you guys, you, that's why I'm saying, like, I want a teammate that can stand up under the, under the pressure. But even if the pressure happens to mm-hmm. take them down in one moment, mm-hmm. you know that it's not going to affect them for the rest of the season or the next at bat or the next play because they're right. mentally strong enough to say, okay, uh-huh. didn't go my way. Put that off to the side. Let's focus on the next one. Let's yeah. learn from that experience. Oh, and I totally. think, you know, it's easy yep. to see which athletes do that and which, mm-hmm. which athletes oh, don't. It's so visible. Right. <laughs> right. It's and all out want, there. And the one that we're talking about, they don't. Yeah. They won't right. crumble either way. They won't crumble mm-hmm. in the moment. And even if it happens, right. you know, Wait. if something doesn't break their way, they're going to figure it out next time. Which reminds me, I still need to read that book, 10 Things Mentally Tough People Don't Do or Do. I have it and I still haven't read it. Remember hmm. when we made book suggestions on that one episode, our random episode, oh, yeah. I think? Yeah. And I made that suggestion. Still haven't read it. It's still on my bookshelf. But oh, that's that, unfortunate. I know it is unfortunate. <laughs> but it's just, it's just something that reminded me that, um, yeah, there are... Um, I'm interested to see what those 10 things are. So if anyone out there has read it, 
I apologize for insulting um, <laughs> the title of that book. Yeah, no, no. I have no idea. And if you have but, read it and it's yeah. not very good, let Deb know so she can <laughs> save her time. <laughs> Heard some really good things about it. So Okay. I, I'll, have to, I'll have to check that out yeah. too. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. Um, so this one was kind of just kind of all over the place. All over the place. It did have a point. I think yeah. it's going to be called Trust. I think so too. <laughs> trust. We were thinking of calling it The One, but we're like, um, A, that sounds like date uh, like a dating episode oh my gosh and b um we didn't want to, we didn't want to steal any like content or titles um from um, um Un- uninterrupted and yeah, from uninterrupted urban meyer yeah so we'll call it trust yeah because i'm sure they i'm sure they both listen to it yeah oh for sure <laughs> i know they do just like rachel hollis listens to this too yeah, yeah. yeah. she was in town what or maybe not she was mm, maybe not in town Someone, someone that we know from. Um, well, I haven't really been following her lately, so life's been busy. I know Josh has like the shocked look on his face. I'm I haven't sure been stalking her like I normally do. Oh, okay. But oh, she was in town and I missed her. Let me, let me take that back. I don't know if she was in town. I, there was someone I know that went to one of her conferences. I assumed it was oh, in town, okay. but maybe it was Could somewhere near, been. like mm-hmm. the Bay Area. Interesting. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about it, but yeah, you beat know. me to it, and <sighs> I don't so. know. It's so sad. I'm sorry, Rachel, if you're mm. listening. I did not. Yeah. So right. anyway, I think I think we're good. I think so. I think that's that's we'll wrap it up there. It's kind of a sad note. I know, right? Deb gave up on Rachel. Only Hollis. sad for me. No one else cares. No, no, no. But you know, it's funny though. I feel like a lot of people that come on the show, they know Rachel Hollis yeah. and they're on board with that. Yeah. Yeah. So they're big fans. I'm not alone. Okay. No, no, that no. Makes me feel better. But that being said, they've probably you know haven't abandoned her like you did. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm anyway, sure she's just thriving off of your support. I'm going to go home and cry now, Josh. Thanks. Right. Just kidding. I'm mentally tougher than that. You guys Good. can fo- follow us on Twitter <laughs> at Sports Character, Instagram at Character Combine, Facebook, um, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Yes. And that's it. That's it. Hold on. One. I've given up on Snapchat. Finally. <laughs> I will. Josh has refused. I honestly only like taking. Um, pictures with the filters with me and my friends it's really funny a lot of people love it especially loved the girl filter on my guy friends i thought that Uh, that was the best thing ever it is pretty crazy when you see that people do that hilarious yeah anyway yeah so that being said it's not gonna happen but um we have 13 five-star reviews 13 or five-star ratings yeah wow seven away from deb's podcast scene debut debut i'm hoping he's gonna forget Nope. So. I, I check that almost every day. Are you serious? Not to hear you say Get sing. out of here. No, no. Not to, no, no. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Calm down. You don't no. know? Well. No. Okay. <laughs> no. I do check every day because I, uh, I love seeing how the show is progressing with the ratings. That's cool. That yeah. being said, we want more. We, so rate us. Rate, review. Get us a 20. Subscribe. Give us. Yep. More than, more than that, but I would like to see two zero. I would we'll love the 20. Um, I may or may not forget sing <laughs> she's gonna call in sick to that day i'm gonna call in sick i'm gonna be like i can't come in which is tough on a podcast because um these aren't live so no if you if we don't post for a long time i mean she keeps calling in sick and <laughs> she's not gonna sing and then josh won't trust me anymore yep there we go that's true full circle so i think that's it that's it we're done with our nonsense oh one more thing Uh-oh. i just thought because we talked about this before so coming up on the podcast oh, okay. um in no particular order um, things can always change, but we have some uh, really cool guests that will be coming up. Um, let's see. We already mentioned um, 
Todd Sullivan and yeah. uh, Dante Morris. Okay. And then uh, I believe we have um, the owner of Game Fit Sac okay. that will be joining us as well okay. at some point. And then Joey Hickson, who's yeah. a, a social media expert here in Sacramento. Um, he'll be joining us as well. We have a couple of others that we're trying to get scheduled, yeah. but those guys I know for sure we have on the calendar. Sweet. Um, so yeah, we've got a lot of good guests for you guys coming up. Yep. We've hey. had a lot of really good guests, and yeah. then hopefully, um, hopefully we'll get we some return. Yeah. Some return guests as right. well. We yeah. Got... Just to put it out there, we're gonna put we're gonna get uh, Alexis. Alexis Johnson. Yes. Yep. I almost I almost yeah. called Alexis we're Jones, Alexis. which would be dope too. <laughs> We'd love to have Alexis Jones on the podcast, but that one's going to take a little bit more coordination. Um, but AJ, I call her AJ. AJ. Yes, AJ. We we, we are so, super excited to have you back on. So yeah, she had, yeah. It was one of that was a really fun episode, one of our early ones. Yeah. And uh, a really popular episode too. Yeah. Um, that was one of those episodes where I know everybody we have on is loved by their friends and family, yeah. but that one. Yeah. Yeah, there's she's like got lots of fans out there. A ton of fans yeah. out there from her previous teams and coaching yeah. staffs and, and yeah. her own um, mm -hmm. players that she coaches. Yep. So we want to have her back on, and I think maybe we'll do like a maybe a. We want to try to do a Q and A. So stay tuned for our Instagram postings, like our stories and stuff. I think at one point we're going to ask you guys to send in your questions to her. Yeah. So, yeah. anyways, that's yeah. a bunch of stuff coming up. So keep an eye out for that. Go back if you haven't heard all of the previous ones, and uh, catch up with where we're at now. Yep. All right. All right. Thanks, See guys. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya. <laughs>